Welcome to The Influential Parent. We are your hosts, Amanda Blake and Nikki Porter. This podcast provides both a parent and educator perspective and the facts in order to help parents become informed about all things tech, whether it is social media, our apps, or websites that our children have access to. This podcast will hopefully help you navigate the ever-changing technology journey with your children. Well, Amanda, it has been well over a month since we recorded our last podcast, and we have made some changes. Amanda, would you like to share with our listeners the great news? Yes, Nikki, thanks. I have had a job change. As our listeners may remember, I had been in an elementary school working as a technology and learning coach, and my job there had been working with teachers and students at that one school on things like technology integration and digital citizenship in their everyday classrooms. And in fact, our first season of The Influential Parent, you would often hear me interviewing students at that school about their digital habits and things. Well, anyway, last spring, a position opened up on your team as a technology integration specialist at the district level, and I applied, and much to my pleasant surprise, I was offered the job. So... For the past few weeks, I've been seeing school from a whole different perspective, which is at the district level. Well, we are thrilled to have Amanda as part of our team and even more excited that you will now have opportunities to work with K-12 teachers and students. So one of the podcast ideas that we were approached with this summer was to have a spotlight on some different apps and games that are currently popular with our kids. So these next few episodes will be short episodes to give a synopsis of either a game or an app. We're going to kind of call it Spotlight On... What are we going to spotlight first? Well, to prepare for this episode, I had to really go out of my comfort zone. I was researching Fortnite, which if you know me, you know that I am not a gamer. (laughs) The most I ever gamed as a kid was playing like Mario Kart on Super (laughs) Nintendo. (laughs) So when you challenged me to look into Fortnite, I knew that it was going to be a stretch for me. Nikki, you have two teenage boys and a nine-year-old daughter. Do they play Fortnite? Yes, all of the kids have played Fortnite at some point in their lives. The boys don't play it as much anymore. They played it a lot more a few years ago. And my daughter just recently started playing the game, which now has enticed my son to play again. It's that sibling rivalry or another opportunity for the boys (laughs) to pick on the little kids. So... Even though she's not very good at the game, she gets wiped out of the game pretty early. She still is really, really enjoying this Fortnite game. So you said, you know, she gets wiped out of the game early. Do you know what that means? Do you know anything (laughs) about the game? No. (laughs) I got to tell you, I don't know a whole lot about it. So I was intrigued when you said that you're going to be researching Fortnite. It did motivate me to watch the kids play it over the weekend. And honestly, I really still, I don't get the game. All right, well, I can teach you all about it. Okay, good. So then maybe I can start playing it with the kids. You, no, you can jump right in. <laughs> well, so let's get into it. If you hear yours or other kids talking about playing Fortnite, they're probably talking about playing the Battle Royale version. So 
we'll mostly focus on that version today. Fortnite Battle Royale is a free-ish game where a player is dropped onto an island where there are up to 100 players, other kids playing on their device, Mm -hmm. and they have to find weapons and materials to defend themselves as they try to eliminate all the other players during this 20-minute round. Oh, that kind of reminds me of Hunger Games. That's exactly what I thought, too. And so when your daughter talks about being wiped out early, that means she doesn't last very long in this (laughs) 20-minute round. (laughs) Once you're in the battle, um, when you eliminate a player, you get their weapons and any building supplies that they have. So I knew it was like a battle, sort of last man standing game, but... Tell me, like, these building supplies. Why would they need these building supplies? While I was researching, and I'm sort of laughing, I'm doing air quotes when I say the word (laughs) research, because while I was researching or preparing for this episode, our boss walked over to my computer and saw that I was watching YouTube videos of teenagers (laughs) playing Fortnite. (laughs) So I had to explain. I'm doing research for the podcast. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, While I was researching, I learned that there's this building component to Fortnite where you can build structures to either hide yourself or give yourself an advantage. Like, for example, this one gamer I was watching built a staircase with his materials so that he could have a better view of what was going on around him. Wow, that's smart. You know, for me, I would have been the one that kept running around trying to find people. Now, I know that this is a bit off topic, but here's my wonder. How much of the learning our students are doing is from YouTube? I mean, think about it, Amanda. You went to YouTube to learn about the game. My kids and probably most, if not all, of these kids are playing Fortnite, have learned these tips and tricks from YouTube. So that's just kind of interesting. All right, tell me more about the game. All right, Fortnite is a game that is mostly played on devices like Xbox, Nintendo Switch, or a PC. There is some talk that as of this summer, 2022, they're trying to get Fortnite available on Android mobile devices, but I couldn't find any definitive information on that. So kids can go into a battle with their friends or with total strangers, and they play these 20-minute rounds where the goal is to eliminate all the other players and to be the last one standing. Kids love it because it is fast-paced, and even if they lose in one round, they have this feeling of, oh, I got so far, or, oh, that guy snuck up on me out of nowhere, and they'll know they'll get a fresh start in the next round. Ah, uh, you know what? I remember I told you something about responding when you were we were talking about Fortnite, and I said, oh, I, I've heard the word responding, and I thought it was that the people respond in Fortnite, but I was I was way wrong. My daughter, when I asked her about it, I was like, oh, you respond? No, Mom, that's not right. I said, okay. I said, I can't keep up with all these games that you guys are playing. So they are wiped out completely until the next round. Yep. Hmm. Another reason kids love this game is because they can play with their friends. Like, you can battle against your actual real-life friends. There's even a version called Fortnite Party Royale and a playground where there aren't any weapons, but as players you can chat with your friends and explore some of the islands that you might be dropped onto Mm -hmm. during these battles. 
There are also modes like duos, squads, and a playground, and those are separate from that popular battle royale. All right, Amanda, now that we know a little bit more about the game from the kids' point of view, what are some of the things that parents should know or really think about as, as their kids start to play it or have been playing it and really didn't know what the game is about? To begin with, I started with Common Sense Media, which, to remind everyone, is a nonprofit organization open to everyone. So we always encourage parents to go out and do their own research, too. I got on commonsensemedia.org to learn about it. Fortnite is a shoot 'em up game where players are trying to hunt down other players and kill them, which Fortnite calls eliminate. A lot of reviews I read and even YouTube videos I watched where teenagers were playing the game mentioned that the characters in Fortnite are more cartoonish than in other battle games and that when a player is eliminated, it's not as graphic as in other shooter type games. Like there's no blood Mm -hmm. and gore, they just sort of evaporate. Well, you know, the idea of characters evaporating to me shows the game is fictional. I mean, people in real life do not evaporate. But I do realize that there's a lot of controversy over just shooting games in general with kids. And we, as Amanda and I, we're not advocating, nor are we saying that kids should not be playing these games. You know, that's definitely a parent decision, but something to consider. Right. And this podcast is not intended to persuade our listeners Mm -hmm. either way. Our goal is always to educate our listeners and to challenge parents to do their own research to make an informed decision that best fits their family. Yeah. Is there anything else parents should know? Well, it's also important to note that there's a chat feature in Fortnite, which can be turned on or off. There are also in-app purchases available, so you'd want to talk to your kids about both of these features. You know, and something like that chat feature, maybe that's something in the family agreement where they decide things like that. You know, who can Mm -hmm. you talk to? Is chat allowed to be on? And maybe there's just certain times that the chat can be on, like only before 8 p.m. or, you know, just that conversation is a good thing to have with the kids. Right, and and it's never too late. If your kid's been playing Fortnite and you just now learn there's a chat feature, go ahead and bring up that conversation. Right, right. Another thing for parents to think about is based off an article I read in Psychology Today, and that is that Fortnite can be highly addictive for kids. In this article, which is called 600,000 Minutes of Fortnite, Why Kids Get Hooked, and it's available for free on psychologytoday.com, Psychologists in this article say that because of the way Fortnite is structured, it's fast-paced scenarios, each game is only 20 minutes, and the way that a player might feel like, ah, I was so close Mm. to winning Mm. that battle, a kid can easily get sucked into just one more round. And that brings up something that we've said before. If you start noticing that there's changes in your child's behavior after they've been on a game for a while or any app, be sure to talk to them. They may need that reminder about just Take a break from the game and just say, it is just a game. Nikki, something that we talk about in almost every episode is the idea of starting the conversation at home and having open lines of communication. I read this quote from the Child Mind Institute that said, 
Setting limits from the beginning is ideal, but things aren't hopeless if you haven't done this yet. Right, Amanda. I love that because it's a great reminder. It's never too late. You just said it before, just a couple minutes ago. It's never too late to begin that conversation. We were recently at a conference, and I attended a session about engaging families in digital citizenship. Mm -hmm. And they shared a great free resource for parents that help develop an agreement. The website is www.thesmarttalk.org. And it's really designed for parents and children to discuss each component as a family as they're answering questions. So it's really formulating the conversation around these questions. So if you don't know what to ask, if you don't know how to have a conversation, once you've gone through the questions, they create the agreement that's just tailored to your family. Hmm. And you can print it, you can post it. That way, you know, we've talked about in the past that put it on the refrigerator or somewhere mm-hmm. that can be easily accessible. Yeah. We have shared quite a few resources today as we discussed Fortnite. You can find all the links to things we've referenced in the description. So again, parents, listeners, we provided a synopsis of the game Fortnite. Of course, we all have different relationships with technology and our backgrounds have a play in how we view things. Just keep that in mind as you make your decision about access to Fortnite and as you hear other parents' decisions about the game too. Right. You know, I mean, think about as we've been doing some research on these, I, I wish that there was a manual for parents and children to read through. So it really helps that conversation when it comes to technology. We're kind of going day by day. Right. And it changes every minute of every day. Sure does. Thanks for joining us today. We invite you to join us in the conversation using the hashtag the influential parent on Twitter and tell us how the conversations are going. Tag me, Amanda, using at story of a Blake. And tag Nikki at Nicole M. Order. And that's Nicole with an H. N-I-C-H-O-L-E.